Oh, hello. Hi. I'm Amina. I'm Missy. And we are here, here for the, for donuts. the donuts. So many different flavors. Strawberry fills a dream. Delicious Boston cream. Sometimes I'm white for wasted. But I can't seem to quit. These donuts got me lit. I'm covered in glaze. In a haze, powdered face. Sprinkles in my double chin. But donuts equal life. So they can be wrong. And that's the reason why they get their own song. Mm. I did karaoke recently. Oh? And um, I was totally just messing around. I mean, like, I was, like, wailing into the microphone. Like, did not care. What is what What is one of your favorite karaoke songs, though? Like, <clears throat> or what were you wailing? Um, well, we did the uh, doo-wop Lauryn Hill. Oh, yes. I wasn't wailing on. I was actually a backup mm-hmm. dancer, okay. and then we each took turns with a verse. Okay, there was no wailing with that song. Okay, okay. but like cranberries, zombie. That's oh, a wailing. Oh, that is a wail. That's like a you just. There's nothing to do but yell into the microphone. That's right. Unless you have her voice, you're just yelling yeah. into the microphone. No, that's accurate. But people were like, "Wow, you have a great voice," and I was like, "I don't think so." <laughs> This actually happened to me doing karaoke for like a friend's birthday. And there was a girl with us who can like really sing. Mm-hmm. So she wanted to sing Air Kabadu's Bag Lady. Mm. And I know the BGVs like backwards and forwards because yeah. that's like my song. Uh-huh. So I and let that, her. That means background vocals. Yes. For all y'all that don't know. BGVs. Welcome. Mm-hmm. So I let her do the verses because she had the real voice. But I could sing with her. Mm-hmm. And then our other friends were like, I didn't know that you could sing like that. And I was like, I can sing when someone else is That's like... how people wind up on American Idol. <laughs> you know those people that you're like, who in your life did not tell you that you sound terrible? Wow. It's That's true, how though. That happens. I think it's true. Because if after if you get gassed enough and no one in your life is going to be like, you can hold a note. Mm-hmm. but like you shouldn't be singing by yourself like mm-hmm. i'm that kind of person like i can sing by myself for a short time mm-hmm. but it should not be like a set of my material right where all i'm doing is singing yeah. like that's that's mm-hmm. not the jam that no. it should be but if i didn't know that or yeah. have people in my life that would say you should join your voice with 30 other voices in a choir and you would yeah. do great mm-hmm. then you think you can just be a soloist and that's not mm-mm. I'm going to tell you another karaoke song that's my favorite is Push It by Salt and Pepper. Ooh. Oh, <gasps> oh. I'm going to a party on Saturday. I'm going to request it. Ooh, it's a jam. I mean, the only thing is it's it's a lot of dancing mm-hmm. because well, there's a lot of like music break before okay. they get to the mm-hmm. boy. You really got me going. You got me so. I don't know what I'm doing. You know, so it's yeah. like a lot of like dancing you do yes. in the middle. But I can handle that. That's fine. I can handle that. Um, And the one where I like to be a background dancer in karaoke is Tina Turner's Proud Mary. Yes. Mm. I mean, the way it just starts off with that. Left a good job in the city. <laughs> oh. Oh, if somebody else can be Tina, I don't care because I'm just like I don't care about the singing. Okay, but when it gets to the so glad we have this conversation, yeah. Oh yeah, and you got to imagine you have that dress with the tassels at the bottom. Left a good job at the city. Oh yes, that's a jam. I'm glad. I'm glad we opened up with that. Get that bar. You gotta do the rolling on the Y'all. When I tell you my boobies are in here, <laughs> shaking she, all she over the lying. place. 
they are all over the place and it's only because missy loves me that she dealt with that just now well go back to my confession last episode okay and imagine that also part of this karaoke experience was boom boom pow (laughs) my black eyed peas and when i tell you that this Oh yes, is my signature dance move to that oh, yes. song. Like you can't like, boom, which is boom, like boom. a kicked up leg booty shake. Okay, yeah. I'm here for that dance. You got like one cheek up. And you're mm-hmm. like, bap bap bap. Mm-hmm. You know, because mm-hmm. that's actually part of the song. That yes, bap bap. Mm-hmm. What else are you gonna do to that? Nod your head. No, mm-hmm. you gotta really Fist shake in the up. Air? No. no, that's mm, a booty boom, cheek boom, moment. Pow. Yeah, I mean, I feel like boom boom pow is immediately about booties in some way. Yes, I assume that's booty connected. So. Here we are. Mm-hmm. We hadn't even planned to talk to y'all about that, but nope. I enjoyed that. That was... Mm. <laughs> Shout out to us. It's impromptu. Uh, so donuts for this episode are from Raised Donuts. And we actually used Raised Donuts for last episode too. And we just had so many donuts. Mm-hmm. It was enough <laughs> for a second episode. Yes, you know, was. we walked in because we went... Sometimes it happens where the three of us go get the donuts together. And then sometimes it happens where a contingency of the three of us, mm-hmm. one person or one half will go do the thing or two thirds in this case. So Matt and I went while Missy was on the way to record. Right. So Matt and I go and at first we're going to do our traditional like six donuts. But then like I've never been to this donut place and it's kind of different from like revolution because it's more like a mom and pop kind of vibe different from like revolutions like uses local peaches when i mm-hmm. you know things this one was kind of different so man i start out literally with six donuts and then we're like oh let let's get that sour cream oh let me try and just ended up with a dozen donuts so that's why we had enough for two episodes and may have a sugar crash later but who cares <laughs> bless <Sorry>. you <laughs> i was trying to wait till you got to the end of your sentence you did, you did good your timing Thank was you. good <sighs> the timing was good you survived mm, okay, okay. Um, I had the Fruit Loops Vanilla, which was a jam. I had the Boston Cream. And I have to say, Missy and I were talking about this earlier. I have never been to a donut place and been disappointed by a Boston Cream. I have been to a donut place where I was severely impressed by a Boston Cream when it was like stepped up a lot of notches. But the basic Boston Cream, most donut places really get that right. This one was great. But I have to say my favorite was the chocolate donut. It was just the moisture was correct. The glaze was correct. The little the little tiny amount of crunch on the outside. It was it was mm, it was a jam. Confessions. I don't like chocolate donuts. <laughs> I had never heard that till today. I like chocolate and I like donuts. I don't. You don't like want them together. Donuts. Okay, Mm-mm. but you do like chocolate cake, though. Yeah. You do like brownies. Yeah. It's oh, just man. something about the donut. Mm-mm. I don't even, want chocolate not even on the it. chocolate frosting. No. Nothing. Mm-mm. Wow. I yeah. have no idea. I don't like it. This I like fruit, so lemon, cinnamon, bacon, everything else but the chocolate. Blueberry. Yeah. Okay. This is this is a missy fact that mm-hmm. I learned today. So I'm mm-hmm. glad about that. What about the donuts you had? Oh, I had a lemon filled, which was great. Mm-hmm. And normally, like when we go to a revolution type place, mm-hmm. Amina always gets the lemon type donut. And I'm yeah. always like kind of jealous. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when there's an opportunity for me to also get lemon, I got mm-hmm. lemon filled. It was good. And then I had the old fashioned. It was great in coffee. Ooh yeah. Nice work mm-hmm. with the old fashioned. Yeah. I'm glad that donut's coming back because I feel like some of the other like more gourmet type donut places are starting to bring back some of those more traditional type mm-hmm. donuts. 
I'm glad they're bringing that back. So that's great. Well, y'all know it's time for confessions. Confessions. What have you? What say you today? I have uh, realized that um, I do not have a lot of grace in a particular situation. When I am menstruating and I am around a male that is complaining a lot. Oh, it's so hot out here. I want to be like, mother, you know, I got blood coming out of my vagina. Wow. I can feel it right now. Wow. Pouring out. Please. Into my britches. Wow. And Ugh. you want to talk about how hot it is? All you have is sweat right now. Wow. I'm dealing with the hot and this. And I got to go to a meeting. And I got to see a client. And I got to. Yeah. Eh. Yeah. I'm having cramps. <sighs> I'm having to stop and change my pad, change wow. my tampon, whatever. I don't just like go where I want to go today. And interesting enough, it's not really blood. It's, oh. it's just the lining of your uterus and fluid. Might have like a tiny bit of blood in it, but it's iron rich, so it smells like blood. Oh. And some people do have blood mm-hmm. in in their contents of their menstruation because mm-hmm. it can clot right but that right. is not normal mm-hmm. it's indicative of a problem mm-hmm. you should have it checked out mm-hmm. that's just a fun fact for today's uh fertility monday yeah fact. give y'all a little vagina tips today you know yeah so when i'm with a man and he's like <sighs> i didn't sleep well last night i'm like me neither i woke up in a pool of blood wow uh, or it's the sensation mm-hmm. of something exiting my vagina yeah. that woke me up. Yeah. That happens to mm-hmm. me where like yeah. the period starts overnight and you're like, oh, oh, something I feel it coming. Happened. I got to I got to yeah. make a run for it yes. here. Yeah. Mm. I'm so glad please you spoke tell about me that. how hard your life is wow. right now. We love to while hear While we're it. both mutually doing this difficult thing, mm-hmm. but I am doing it while shedding my uterine lining and then mm-hmm. I'm going to grow another one. And then wow. I'm going to shed that one. Wow. Then I'm going to grow another one. Mm. And I'm just going to keep doing that. Wow. Until the change. Mm-hmm. Please. I love that confession. Confession. My confession yeah. is that I have realized I am an armchair business consultant. <laughs> so <laughs> I've been going a lot of places lately where, um, unfortunately for my husband, we leave and I'm like, they didn't ask me to consult their business, but if they had, I would have told them <laughs> that that's a process problem. Mm-hmm. And what needs to be fixed is the way they're doing this, that. Okay, let me give you a prime example. We went to join LA Fitness because, you know, it's just time, you know, it's time to go to the gym. And also, I think because we work from home, we both were just discovering like, we need some sort of outlet where we leave here. Ah. Uh. Because we're working here, we're recording here, sometimes we have our meetings here. It's like you look up and it's like everything's going on here. So, and because we don't really have an extra space where we could work out, sort of like you're trying to like eke your workout in the corner of your living room Mm -hmm. a little, and then he's trying to go in the garage. But then when it's winter, it's freezing out there. But when it's summer, it's super hot out there. So, anyway, we take ourselves to go join the gym. Well, we get there and I'm feeling like this is a quick transaction. You know, we've already got a little coupon code for how much we want to pay. You know, we're just going to go like sign up. We've already decided these things. So, of course, we get there and like that part was pretty quick, the money. But what went long is 
the trainer that they don't tell you online is a part of you going there and touring mm. the gym. So this muscle bound man comes over with his little clipboards and he's like, let me just get some stats so we can see where you're at, you know? So he takes out the scale Mm-mm. and is like, why don't you stand up on here? Why don't you stand up on wow. here? Wow. Wow. So I do. And he's like, the number comes up. He's like, Hmm. How do you feel about that number? And I'm like, I feel great. Wow. You don't know. Exact feelings I had. I was like, I feel great about that number. And he was like, oh, hmm. So then he asked Bat to get up on the scale. Same thing. So basically it becomes this like shaming of the body session. Hoping that he's going to make me feel like shit enough about my body. But you already joined the gym. Like, that's why you're there. Hello. And he's like, well, what's your goal weight? And I was like, I don't have a goal weight. I just want to be healthy. I want to work out like consistently. I want to get stronger. But there's no way for me to set a goal weight because if I gain muscle, then I might not, you know, like I, I don't. And mm-hmm. I don't want to have all these numbers over my head and start driving myself crazy about that. You know, like my body's up and fine you know like i want to be able to just like do my workouts right so of course like i'm pissed by the time like this taking you through it's like all it's triggering all of the like fizz ed you know climbs that rope with the Mm -hmm. knots because it's like how long can you do a plank and how long can you do this treadmill before you start feeling out of breath sit-ups without farting oh my gosh and then he's like, I can take you through a mini training session. I was like, no. <laughs> you should have been like, let me show you my sit-ups. <laughs> right, please. <laughs> please. And then he was like, do some squats. He was like, I'll give you some constructive you some feedback. Squats. I was like, I don't need your constructive feedback on my squat. I know how to work this booty. You don't need to tell me. Seriously. You don't need to tell me. So that was a moment that Matt had to listen to me for two hours, <laughs> ranting and raving, because <laughs> I was like, that is a that is a business process problem. First of all, (laughs) you don't need to shame me into your little training sessions. And second of all, how do you even know based on this laminated paper of bodies that you showed me that are not even the color my body is Mm -mm. with all these percentages? The body he showed me that he says is healthy for me looks sickly. Yeah. Looks like eats no food. Mm -hmm. Thighs don't even touch, Missy. So I... Am an armchair business consultant. I could fix LA Fitness altogether. Yeah, I could Make walk in there right feel now. Good about themselves, they'll come back more. Also, find out what brought them into the gym. You know, what if that person is recovering from cancer or something, and you're on them about this number that's on the scale? Mm-mm. They just happen to be out here mm-hmm. taking a breath, walking. You know, to do some or if yoga. they're recovering from mm-hmm. from an injury, mm-hmm. there's all sorts of things. Or if it's a woman recovering from whatever is going on with her body, mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, Ugh. Ugh. Ah! that's like a someone doesn't even deserve the donut. No, you definitely don't get a donut. You get anyway. a gluten free bagel. Wow, suck on that. <laughs> <laughs> Put that in your podcast. <laughs> what you say, girl? What you say? <laughs> Never in my life. <sighs> well, this wow. is a good transition to what this episode is about. Do you want to give 
like the inspiration behind why we're talking about this? Yeah. So, um, okay, here's, I don't know if this really happens to you, but it happens to me occasionally. Okay. I, um, I get like texts out of nowhere from someone that I know and they'll be like, it's Shazam. And I'm like, miss. Okay. It's what Shazam? Your question. The movie. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking. I didn't ask you a question. <laughs> oh, my bad. I'm listening to your podcast. <laughs> so they, they feel like they're talking to you because they're yes. here in Utah. People like, I guess it's our cadence is kind of just naturally occurring conversation. What I frequently hear from people is that they are talking back. Oh, we welcome a talk back. We and so talk back. every now and then it comes through the form of a text. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't know what you're talking about. They also tell me about things that I said that I don't remember saying. And sometimes I feel like, oh, I probably should apologize for that. I don't know. <laughs> remember laughing because the word cooter is in charcuterie. <laughs> I'm guessing that was our holiday episode because I think I was talking about like unique gifts or something and charcuterie board. we did have one where we talked about hosting parties. I wonder if it was that because we were trying to, I I remember being like, how do you say charcuterie? charcuterie? I remember we had a whole Mm -hmm. like, I think it might have been then. Well, the funny thing was when this person was talking to me about that, one of my kids was there and they're like, what's a cooter? (laughs) (laughs) Did not answer. Did not. Skipped right over that. Whoa. Um, okay. So anyway, so my friend's husband recently got a hold of our podcast and was like listening to all of it. Also, we welcome we welcome our male listeners. Yes. Here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so then we had we happened to have them over for dinner, and I was getting like some real valuable feedback on what a male feels like listening to our podcast. <laughs> So his brother also listens to the podcast. Wow. But I think he's been listening since like day one. Okay. So he he's kind of like up to date, you know, and this guy was like just getting caught up. And so he was sharing with me their conversation about us. And like <laughs> one of them was like, well, they're totally feminist. And the other one was like, accurate. No, they're not. And the other one was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And um, so it kind of like spurred this conversation with he and I. About like, um, he he didn't say this, but what I gathered was he was essentially asking me like, why are you so pissed off? Why does it have to be like, woman, here we are, we can do the things, you know, kind of thing. And so that was um, something I thought that we should address Mm. because everybody was brought up differently. And I happen to know his entire family. And I do know that he was raised by a strong woman who was allowed to express herself freely, pursue the things that she wanted to pursue. Nothing held her back. She is a woman that I have always looked up to. In the early years of our marriage, she gave me some of the best advice ever. Like, wonderful, strong woman. So I was hearing this from somebody that was like raised by a woman like that. And so he wasn't quite understanding that this comes from um, this is like a trigger for right. me because of these things. Right. So I thought it might be interesting for us to talk about what pisses us off, mm. where that comes from, you know, because mm-hmm. when it's, it's the story, when you hear stories, you better understand people yeah. and Oof. issues. First of all, I love men listening to this podcast 
Yeah. Um, even though we're obviously never going to change what we say just because <laughs> you're listening, but we love that you're listening. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll still be vagina centered as we always are. <laughs> yep. But you're you're welcome. You're welcome to be here. But I think it's it's interesting. It's just interesting anytime to hear someone's outside perspective on like what they think entering the world of our podcast, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Like what they're thinking from the outside and in particular not, you know, having, you know, the body of a woman or anything and being mm-hmm. like, mm, what else do I think about these things? Mm-hmm. So, let us talk about the things that make us mad as hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to start out with the origins of being mad. And when you were growing up, what do you feel? And this could be growing up like in your family, school, you know, faith environments or whatever. Like, what do you feel you were being taught about a woman's anger growing up? Because I feel like that plays a role in how you decide to express anger as a grown woman. Mm -hmm. Or I do find sometimes when I decide to freely express my anger as a grown woman, I'm fighting a little bit the other girl inside Mm -hmm. because of the constraints of how she might have been raised. So like my mom, my mom was a single mom. So she was free. She was free to express her anger. Right. But I felt like it might be better for my livelihood (laughs) if I didn't express my anger to her. Mm. So I think it took me, I was probably in my mid twenties that like 26, 27 time where I started to feel the permission to be angry. Hmm. So that's like the last, like almost 15 years of trying to like learn how to express that. Like what's, what is your journey there in your upbringing? So specific to, I like how you, organized it into like because you there are various stages of being brought up yeah um and i don't know if men experience that so much as women do Mm -hmm. but there's definitely stages of that so in my bringing up time uh, my mom was the pastor's wife and so what was communicated to me a lot was smile people are watching don't do that that's embarrassing and i've i always felt like i was really the only member of my family that couldn't get in line because it's just not my personality Mm -hmm. to pretend like things are okay when they're not. Um, Part of maturing in life does mean that I don't, I'm not constantly announcing when I'm irritated, but um, you know, as a child, I, I, that was, (laughs) that was my inclination was when I was pissed off, I was going to act mad as hell. Yeah. And um, so I, I, that was the message that I got then was like, you can't, you got to act happy all the time. Be happy, be happy, be happy. Why can't you just be happy? You know, kind of thing. And then my next growing up time um, is probably when, when I received the most like explicit instruction about my purpose and how to act. And that's when we were getting married. So we were being indoctrinated into uh, basically patriarchy. Well, Um, and uh, through cassette tapes and things like that. And um, being instructed that my job was to uh, be quiet, be humble, be meek, have a quiet spirit. I don't have a quiet spirit. God didn't give me one. It's not ever going to be that way. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, But that's what was being like put on me was Mm -hmm. like, 
you know, there was no place for anger in that. Right. There was no anger anywhere, right. ever, right. Mm-hmm. allowed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that became like what I, I just had to like turn off the reason in my brain and try to like live into that. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't do it successfully. And so there was a lot of consequences from that that I'm pretty mad about. Right. Because <laughs> it's forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. Um, and uh, n- so now I have like all this anger <laughs> about that. And then, you know, anger about other things that like, I feel like if you're paying attention, everybody should be pissed about it. Right. You know, right. right. But mm-hmm. navigating ha- how I'm allowed to express that doesn't, isn't clear. And I think that for for people that have never been exposed to the idea that a woman is less than, mm-hmm. they don't understand that clap back on right, that. Right, you know? right, right, right. Uh-huh. And there and I still know people that believe that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's uh there's a lot to be angry about there. Yeah. I mean, I think for me that like that church upbringing of the don't let the sun go down on your wrath and the be angry but sin not. Mm-hmm. And even though the words are saying be angry but sin not which would mm-hmm. say you're gonna be angry you're gonna be mad mm-hmm. often hearing those things preached to you directly or indirectly as this as there was sin in being angry mm-hmm. and so then feeling like well it must be wrong if i start to reach this like rage you know yeah. this like fever pitch of being so pissed that must be wrong. Almost almost in the same way that growing up in a certain church context can make you confuse lust with attraction. Mm-hmm. Right? And like mm-hmm. you being attracted to someone is like a natural thing that's going to happen to you forever. You mm-hmm. know, like your body's going to respond. That's, that's how it's going to be. But not being given enough information that that was a natural thing. Mm-hmm. That that was a thing that was okay you like see somebody you think is fine and now like you're feeling like you're lusting after them because you don't have the information. That's what I felt about Mm -hmm. anger. And I will also add the layer of the trope of an angry black woman too, Mm. right? But I don't think this came to my mind until I started working and being in professional situations where if something was said to me that Mm -hmm. I didn't feel was right Mm -hmm. or I wasn't being treated in the right way, Wanting to rage against the machine, but being afraid how I would be perceived if I did that. Right. And I still today have a lot of black women friends who will call me and ask me to be like a sounding board for a professional situation they're in. How can they handle it and not be perceived? Right. As the angry black woman. Right. And I think in some of our church contexts, that was like the Jezebel, the, Mm. you know, that was the trope in some of our church contexts growing Mm -hmm. up, like the 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 woman we were talking about this in church on Sunday the woman who was behaving badly in the Bible mm-hmm. you know like like some of those women behaving badly didn't turn out to be good things but you know anyway right. yeah so I feel like all that was this swirl of stuff that I think the anger by the time I got to my twenties started presenting itself as tears first hmm. just like this overwhelming amount of tears coming up. That then when I dug under there was really me being pissed. Mm-hmm. Like, did you have that experience where the tears and the anger were like interplay or not as much? 
I don't cry mm. a lot because I don't, I don't, I'm an eight. <laughs> I don't like to be vulnerable. And crying is vulnerable. So if I'm crying, it's like real bad. Uh, but yeah, there probably was some tears. But it was also a lot of confusion because I was having to like unwind some things that have been wound up in my brain and like, you know, retrain myself like, oh, that's not real. <laughs> right, right, right. Or, or that's not a thing that applies to everyone mm-hmm. because there are different ways we're going to express ourselves mm-hmm. as people, as women. Mm-hmm. So like I'm not expected to. I mean, we were talking earlier before we started recording about how like, you know, when you're growing up in church, you know, in the type of churches you and I were in, it was like the Proverbs 31 woman was your, that was on mm-hmm. the pedestal right mm-hmm. there. That's the woman you're supposed to be. Well, you know, she's going around and selling stuff and her children and husband are praising her at the gates, but she ain't never mad as hell. Mm-mm. <laughs> you had no space no Mm-mm. for that lady being mad so you had no model for that right oh how does a woman handle it if she's mad you put a tent peg through somebody's head that part that's how you do it in the bible well or <laughs> you tell the man who you sent to do the job and came back and didn't do it well Deborah, since you failed since you can't handle this work <laughs> let me get out here yeah, they don't give you a coloring sheet for that story. <laughs> can we can we have somebody do that? That would actually be really I great. I can't ever remember the name of the lady that drove the tent peg. Do you know her name? It's something with a J. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find it out. Anyway, we need a coloring sheet with her. We need a coloring sheet with Deborah. I have like this whole vision in, in my head of Deborah on a horse. Just like whooping the horse and riding on. Yes! You know? So I think I, I wanted, I also wanted to share, I think this will help. Yes, it's Jael. Jael. Jael yeah. took a mallet Man, I wish and I drove named a one of my daughters Jael into this man's temple, killing him instantly. But first she gave him warm milk and well, put him to sleep. Well. Because that's how we do. Well. Don't turn your back on a smart mm-mm, woman. Mm-mm. Um, so I think it's, you know, when you're trying to like break out of your, when you're trying to really understand where somebody's coming from. It helps to have examples, and I think that's one thing that men, particularly probably white men, fail to um, see where people are coming from because they only know their their experience, the what what they're living through, and um, so like for instance, I have a friend who um, was a young woman in her church. They were doing one of those tests where you're learning what your spiritual giftings are. Mm-hmm. And um, it was always confusing for me because one, my top one was always prophecy. And it's like, right. is it any surprise that I don't mind saying, <laughs> well, here is what's going to happen because of this foolish thing that you have just done. Now this, this, and this, here's what you should have done and you better get it right. Mm-hmm. I got it on mine too, which is why I'm an armchair business consultant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, you didn't ask me. Yeah. But if you would have asked, I would have told you. I would have told that. you this, okay. and then you wouldn't be in this situation mm-hmm. right here. You mm-hmm. should have asked me first. Would have fixed that. So, anyway, uh, she has that too. But the church she was at was like, "This can't be. You're a woman." <gasps> and she was so take the test again. She took it again, and they dismissed her. They were like, "We don't have a place for you here because wow. we don't allow women to do that. You should go somewhere else." Wow. Wow. Yeah, and so. 
effectively, like half the voice of the church has been silenced if you don't let women speak. Right. And, um, you know, so just just being raised in that, even if nobody is saying to you, Mm -hmm. you're less than Mm -hmm. that's the memo that you're getting. Yeah. You can't do that. You can't be a leader because you have periods. Right. You can't speak. How could you possibly hear from God? How could you possibly know what this business needs? You're just a woman, you know, and so you're, you're raised in that constantly, you know, anytime a person in a leadership, the principal of your school, the coach of your team, it's always men. And what that communicates to you growing up is I'm not a leader. I can't do big things. It's not going to be me. Mm -hmm. And then you, you, you feel less than. I mean, there's yeah. just no other way to put it. Yeah. You don't get the same opportunities. You get talked down to. Mm-hmm. People make assumptions about you. Mm-hmm. You layer uh, skin color on top of that. Right. And now, well, she's mad because she's black and she's probably on her period. Right, right, right. And so I think people people just haven't um, ex- experienced that. You mm-hmm. know, that when you're when you're brought up, being told that you can do anything... And being encouraged to be tough mm-hmm. and not be soft. Right. And or not be not being being trained n- not to be rescued. Mm-hmm. Right. But this being trained that like you have this autonomy, mm-hmm. you have this way you mm-hmm. can go about the world yourself. Yeah. Did you have any models of, or can you think of what was your earliest model of like healthy anger in a woman? Mm-mm. I, I can't, can't think, think of, of any any time of a woman being angry and it being presented as appropriate. Yeah. I can't think of any either right now. I think there are some instances I can think back on now as a child watching a woman be mad and not knowing how to process it and now looking back and being like, sort of I have to go back and like retell eight-year-old Amina Mm-hmm. You know, you it might have been told to you that it was strange or bad that that woman mm-hmm. got that angry. Mm-hmm. But now going back and being like, but that was actually right. Mm-hmm. She was right for being that angry. Yeah. But I honestly can't think of a model or a woman I could say I watched or anything that I was like, yes, mm-hmm. I just watched her like speak her mind and say these things mm-hmm. when she was mad as hell. And I know I can do it. Yeah. I don't know who that was, Mm-mm. honestly. Okay, let's talk about, since one of our listeners wants to know, why the hell we so mad? <laughs> <laughs> what? We're going to talk about top three things uh-huh. that make us real, real mad. Okay, do you have one that you want to just throw out here to start? Donald Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Makes me real. Real mad. Blinding rage. Can this be reality? Mm-hmm. Mad. Yes. Unacceptable. Um, because of my privilege, most of the time I can walk around and feel like this isn't happening. Right. Because it's not affecting my direct life. Mm-hmm. But... Um, like the other day I was uh, watching the news because I was getting a flat tire fix and that was, I had no choice. Like I'm sitting there, 
My son had my phone. I have nothing to do but look at this TV screen. And it was the whole thing with the four minority congresswomen Mm -hmm. and that crowd chanting, send them back. And I'm just sitting there like, I don't understand how anybody can be okay with this. Right. Right. Like, I'm just pissed off all the time about it. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. All the time. Yeah. Embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. That this is what's happening, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote, on my watch. Right. It it does. It does bring up a rage. It's like if I if 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 more of my life was having to sit and watch it like that, like that moment, you know, like if it was like that moment, but like having to watch like mm-hmm. the news, the headlines all the time. Mm-hmm. I would be I would be at a point of rage that I don't know if a person can function at the level of rage I would really be at. I named one of my new chickens POTUS. He looks a little bit like, well, she is a she. She looks a little bit like Big Bird. Okay. <laughs> the way the feathers come out. Yeah. But it's like this wild hairdo and it's kind of like the same color as his hair. So mm-hmm. I, named, I named her POTUS. Ugh. She's real. She is the dumbest looking chicken. <sighs> I have ever seen it. She's actually called a Polish hen, which I think is unfair because Polacks get made up fun of so badly. I don't know if this chicken actually comes from Poland or mm-hmm. if somebody was like trying to just do another jab at Polacks. I is don't know. Polak a word we're allowed to say? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Is that bad? I'm, I'm not sure. I feel like maybe Polak is not a word. Let's we'll do some we'll discussions and research. We'll Google. God, okay. Sorry but. if we if we need to add a little. <laughs> that didn't mean that's like the time I said muff. Didn't know. <sighs> is Pollock? Is Pollock a clean fish? That's what it comes up for me is as Pollock a fish. Pollock kosher. Pol- Pol- well, you know, there's Pollock jokes. Do you remember in yeah, the eighties? But I always thought it was like a a it, slur. Yeah, yeah. Okay, where do Polak jokes come from? Polak, Polak, Polak in the contemporary Polak. English language, the nouns Polak or Polak are ethnic slurs and derogatory references to a person of Pol- Polish descent, although. The Urban Dictionary has Polak as a slang term for Polish people, but then it says it's usually meant as an insult, often heard in Western Pennsylvania. Mm. Well, here's a new one. The phrase dumb Polak generated after World War II when Hitler's army invaded Poland. The Nazi soldiers were ordered to hunt down and kill any person of intelligence in the country. Huh? This included authors, painters, teachers, and any other person with a high level of education. With all the intelligent people of Poland murdered, the phrase came to be because the quote-unquote dumb citizens were left to pass on their genes to future generations. Sad but true. Oh, looking into that. This next question, how come none of the jokes in the jokes and riddles category are funny? (laughs) (laughs) Not only are they offensive... But they are not. So apologies if that if that is indeed a slur. But now we do know. Now I say I don't know if they called her a Polish hen because people like to make fun of Polish people or 
Because she, in fact, came from Poland, I don't know. I just got handed all these bougie chickens. And here you are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Named one POTUS. <sighs> just for my own personal When I was working on my top three list, I feel like a lot of the things that make me angry have to do with men. <laughs> that was actually... <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just said <laughs> not my number one was men. But... <laughs> And I have some men in my life that I love. Yeah, I'm married to a man too. that mm-hmm. I love, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like, it's not like the men that are in my family are in my mind when I'm thinking about the fact that men make me angry. Mm-hmm. I think it's just like the structure, the system that men have built mm-hmm. over time just pisses me off Mm -hmm. thinking about it right like thinking about the things like every time i go to the gynecologist i get pissed about men because i'm like if the penis were made like a vagina the exams would not be like this no because nothing would be the same would not want this kind of discomfort to your penis hole let me tell you something about penis holes Did you know that men are the ones that spread most of the STIs, sexually transmitted infections, are spread mostly by men? There's no recommended screening for men. Wow. It's women that get screened. But it's their penis holes. It's them that spread it. (sighs) It's them spreading it. Nobody tests them. You know why? They are not going to the doctor for that. No. They will not do it. No. No. I think all the time when I watch a woman going through stuff and I watch a lot of women go through stuff. Right. I think this would not, if it was men having babies, everybody would, everybody would be doing it home on their own terms with whoever they wanted there and they wouldn't have to fight so damn hard for it. Yeah. Like it's stuff like that that'll just like make me mad Mm -hmm. or like work situations I've been in where men say sexist things, Mm -hmm. but their minds don't think that it's sexist. Yeah. Like I was in a green room with this man at an event and he was like, Oh, you're married now. And I was like, yeah, you know, this is my husband. And he was like, Oh, he was like, well, I know you're traveling now, but I'm, I'm sure as soon as y'all have kids, some church will hire you. Mm. The hell? What? Like, just the fact that you, first of all, the fact that you felt necessary to speak that to me, mm-hmm. like you have any sort of say <laughs> or control in the way my life's going to go. But also just like the system and structure that's there that makes you start adding up what opportunities are <laughs> afforded to me. <laughs> I wish y'all could see that Missy is just doing all sorts of things with these headphones over here. And it's like... It's hurting my head. I gotta wear it like this now. It's like a beard. <laughs> it's a headphone beard. We're here for it. We're here for that. Yeah. I had an experience like that recently. So um, I got made the president of my neighborhood. And that means I run the pool, the community pool. Wow. And uh, we, we, it's like a, we don't pay like a company to come in and do maintenance or anything. Like we do a hundred percent of the work ourselves, all the families in the neighborhood that use the pool. And so I'm like, I got made the president of it because nobody else wanted to, to do it. Oh, so I stepped up. I said, okay, I'll do it. So it's the first Saturday where we're having like 
a work day. And so everybody, like people just show up and there's like this list as, you know, it's like a, a never ending list of maintenance that needs to be done on a pool. So um, I'm there early because I'm in charge and uh, I have a list in my mind of all the things that needs to be done. So I'm just standing around and this guy shows up and he doesn't know me. So he's, he's like, oh, huh, where's everybody else? And I was like, oh, I guess they're running a few minutes late. You know, it's just now 12 o'clock. We'll see. He goes, well, who are you? Are you on the board or something? And I said, yeah, I am. What do you do? I'm the president. His, like, kinda, his eyebrows kind of went up. Well, do you know what we're supposed to be doing today? Yes. Mm-hmm. Do you have keys? Yeah, I mm-hmm. got keys right here. I Just have cool, keys. Cool. All God's children have keys. Uh-huh. I got all the keys. So then I looked at him and I said, do you know how to use a pressure washer? Ooh. And he started laughing. He goes, I think you're going to be really good at this job. <laughs> but, you know, had I been a man standing there, he would have assumed a that position of authority. Charge. That's right. That's right. He would not have asked me. He would have said, what do we need to do today? Right. Right. Not do you know. Yeah. And can I see your keys to unlock the shed? That part. Not do you know what we're supposed to be doing and do do you you have have keys? keys? Mm. That's right. You know, Mm -hmm. it's like little slights like that that you don't even imagine are happening. Yeah. On a regular basis because no one talks to you like that. Right. Right. And you're not even aware that you talk to other people like that. Mm-hmm. That's why we're mad. And then you put race on top of it. Man, I... You take a black woman and somebody's <sighs> going to ask her a question I have never been asked. Do all your children have the same father? I'm like, huh? Nobody asked me that question what? because I'm white. Or because I walked in, you assumed I was a secretary yeah. or an assistant. Right. You didn't assume I'm mm-hmm. the person you're coming here to meet. Mm-hmm. Tired. Are you the first person in your family to go to college? Wow. Why are you assuming that my whole family is uneducated? Oh, my gosh. You know, things like that, that you hear all the time. And yes, you will be mad at the end of a really hard day. You'll be mad about that. Yeah. 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 What's another thing outside of men? (laughs) Although that, you know, that's a big category for me. Oh, so this is a really big one. Before we say Maybe when I say men, what I really mean maybe is a word you said earlier, which is the patriarchy. Missy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, which is men. But maybe that's what I rail against. Mm-hmm. That's what pisses me off. But some of them are trapped in it, too. Yeah. It's not good for anybody. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. That's that. That's okay. what you're, that's you're what mad about it. Mad as hell. And okay. that's also what makes you a feminist. That, yeah. <laughs> Myself as well. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. brings me to my next point. Thank you. Reproductive rights. Now, here is an important thing, because when I say that, most people think pro-life, pro-choice, and that is not what I'm talking about. Okay. That's a part of it. Okay. That's a very small part of it, which okay. unfortunately has taken over the whole conversation in people's minds. But here's why I am mad. So I was so there's an organization called Sister Song, mm-hmm. which is uh, specifically for the reproductive rights of women of color. Mm-hmm. It was started, I think, in Chicago, mm-hmm. but there's a branch of it here in Atlanta. They have a house. Anytime I get to step foot into that building, it feels like I'm like fangirling, like, I can't believe I get to be here. Oh my you gosh. know, like kind of thing. Like it is amazing work that is being done. 
by that organization. Wow. So I started listening to a new podcast called We Talk Different. Mm-hmm. Have you heard it? No. Uh-uh. It is really good. Okay. Really good. They are having important conversations. Mm. Um, they're talking about the intersection of faith and race and gender, mm-hmm. I think, is their little tag. It's, I think. What's happening? Oh, the iPad's ringing. Whoops. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> Sorry, guys. We didn't know where that was coming from. <laughs> I was like, something's ringing, but Somebody's it's not your phone call. and it's not mine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so anyway, it's a really great podcast. They're, I think they're based in Dallas. Okay. They interviewed uh, um, Cecily. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They interviewed her recently. Yeah. So anyway, a lot of really important conversations happening mm-hmm. there. So I was listening to the one that interviewed the lady that started Sister Song. Mm-hmm. And so she was kind of talking about how Sister Song started, you know, for, I guess like 40 years ago mm-hmm. now, probably. And um, basically was started because uh, black women were were being told and manipulated in a way that they couldn't have as many children. Right. And so there was this underlying, like, we don't want too many of y'all. Right. And we want more of these people. Right. The problem for me is I got caught in that in my own way of being one of the people that was told, you need to have more children. Right. Oh, I never thought about and that. And they didn't say... Right. They didn't explicitly because talk about the race like dynamics. Thinking that. Right. Even I don't though think they any were of there. the people that said that to me thought we need to have more white babies than black babies. Mm-hmm. Like n- nobody. I, I honestly believe they did not think that because they didn't understand the global picture mm-hmm. of what what was really happening mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that is a, a key point of anger for me that I feel like I share with women of color because I was on the other side of that being made to have all these babies. I had more babies than I would have had I been given the chance. Right. Which is also a hard thing to say because right. I love my children. Right. Especially, right. I mean, the last two are like, they are incredible. I mean, they're all great, <laughs> but the last two, I'm like, I cannot imagine my life without the two of you. Yeah. They're all special and yes, unique, but yes. you know, I think you like, as time goes on, you appreciate the younger ones more because you're enjoying them more, mm. I think is what it is. Mm-hmm. But anyway, that's a big, like, that's a hard thing to sit with Yeah, that I had anything to do with that, that I got caught, although it was never presented to me that way, but I was living part of that too. That had consequences on my life. Right. In a different way than it has consequences on sure, other people's lives. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the the I and you could say that you know maybe this is a conspiracy, and I can imagine that people are listening. They're like, no, nobody feels that way. But then when you look at it and you see, well, a black woman is eight times more likely to die in childbirth, right? Than a white woman, right? Why is that? Right. It has nothing to do with her insurance. Nothing to do with her level of education. It's educated, wealthy people, right? Dying. Still, yeah, right. So you can't look at that. That's like a hard fact. Mm-hmm. You can't look at that and tell me there's not a problem. Yeah. In the way that we're treating people. Yeah. And the way that we're believing people. And the way the system was built mm-hmm. and who it was built to serve, who, yeah. it, who it was built to make sure certain people were to prosper or flourish. Right. And certain people were not to prosper or flourish. not for women. Yeah. At all. Yeah. Period. Never. Mm-hmm. Nothing about it. 
And here I'm trying to work in this system right. to serve women. Right. Mm-hmm. That is a frustrating. Yeah. <laughs> that's a frustrating job. It's a fever pitch of anger. Yeah. Yeah. Constantly mm-hmm. being, it's like a barrage of awareness mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. 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 Mm. Yes. All of that. Mm-hmm. Those are things that make us angry. And I think sometimes I get even more angry when I either feel helpless mm-hmm. or when I am in situations with, you know, injustice where I do have something I can do, but the thing that I can do still feels small or still feels like it's not quickly affecting change right. in the ways I would hope that also like, you know, in, in a way will piss me off and keep me inspired to like do the work I'm doing to make mm-hmm. things more just. Right. Cause I want it to be more just for people and for women in particular, mm-hmm. you know, and in particular, particular black women and women mm-hmm. of color, you mm-hmm. know, it's like, I want that, you know? So it's the, it's the rage that pushes me to do it, you know, do whatever I'm doing to make things right. But then sometimes I do that or I watch other people who are doing that work and I'm like, damn, you know, like it just angers me that we have a long way to go. We might be mm-hmm. doing good work and still have a long way to go. That part will anger me. Ugh. Um, one of my things that makes me mad a hell I don't know how you spell that word. It's M A D A. <laughs> Mad. No, I think it's M A D U H A I L. Mad a hell. <laughs> that sounds right. Yeah, I think that's how you spell it. Um, bad business practices. Mm, come on. Make me so mad. Never so in my life. Like a white girl life. customer service on us, man. <laughs> like bad customer service. Yeah, I get so mad because I'm like, it's unnecessary. Mm-hmm. It's just like bad DJing. It's unnecessary. Right. It's not a thing you have to suffer. Right. You know, it's Sit a down. thing. Somebody else can do it. Could be fixed. Like the whole thing with the trainer from LA Fitness. Mm-hmm. I'm like, did you just bring me over here to a laminate of bodies to tell me? Were they actual people or were they like illustrations? They were illustrations. And there was one side that was a male body and one side that was a female body. And then it had like percentages of body fat. And it was like five or six different bodies. So then it was like, I mean, I don't remember what the numbers were, but they would do all your stats and then tell you where you fell on the bodies. But of course, because each body is different, You know, I could have, I'm just making up an astronomical number, y'all, because I don't remember what the number was, but I could have 98% body fat. No, that's definitely not what your number was. No, it wasn't. (laughs) It wasn't at all. But let's just, for the sake of being ignorant, right? Let's say I had 98% body fat and he's showing me a pic, the illustration of a woman's body Mm -hmm. that has 98% body fat, but she can't be my same height right? or have my same genetics. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of ways that would play ridiculous. out you know what i mean i can't believe shame on you la fitness shame 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 have you been watching handmaid's tale no oh, i was there watching is an episode, um, a recent episode where they were yelling that shame. where they point at somebody she's sitting in the in the middle of a circle and they they're like shame shame sinner 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 yeah 
I think I got that from Game of Thrones mm. when Cersei, when when Cersei's sins became public in the religious world that was there in the story, and they made her walk naked through town. <gasps> And the woman behind her, who's dressed like a nun, wagged her finger and yelled, shame, 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 shame. Mm -hmm. Which, you know, speaking of anger, um, I got a chance to yell shame at a protest. Hmm. I think it was a protest. It was a protest against, which is like, makes me want to cry saying this now. This was like before things are where they are now with the migrant children. Mm. It was like at the beginning mm-hmm. of what is happening mm-hmm. now. The families belong together. Yeah, the mm-hmm. families belong together. March. Uh, Matt and I went to it with a couple of friends. And when you get to the end of the march, you're getting to hear from different organizers and activists and some government officials speaking. And they would like yell out a name of companies or of people that were participating in what is happening to the migrant families Mm -hmm. and the border. And they would be like, this company, shame, 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 shame. And I never knew how much relief I would get from being in an environment with people who were also mad as hell Mm -hmm. about this. And all of us getting to yell shame mm-hmm. in public was mm-hmm. like, oh, I mean, it's it was powerful. good. Mm-hmm. It was good, like, emotionally, I feel like, to be in that crowd and to be like, I I am mad, but I'm not alone in being mad. Which means there's enough of us who are mad that, like, we're going to do something mm-hmm. about this. So every now and then I just have to yell shame in my house sometimes, you know, it's like I just get it out like it's my lungs. That's what I should have done in the tire place. (laughs) Shame, 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 shame. (laughs) That actually probably would have helped me feel better. Yeah, it's kind of like a it was depressing little relief. It was really something because you feel like things like these big things that have just accumulated now from, you know, many many sometimes hundreds of years of injustice Mm -hmm. it's like as much as i want to be able to like right now snap my finger like it's there's so much it's like there's so much shit that has built up over Mm -hmm. time now that even as people are like okay no we need to do the right thing you know or the people who've been trying to do the right thing for a long time it's like you're trying to do that like you're trying to take a big ship and and turn it right a direction Ugh, takes forever and it takes forever and that part is frustrating other things in your top three of things that make you mad at hell um media streaming companies right now <laughs> trying to make me feel like a chump taking all the disney movies now we got a disney thing you gotta buy so you get rid of cable and you got hulu and you got netflix and then the same people that own hulu have this other thing over here that they want you to pay monthly for and it just makes me feel like i'm being taken advantage of yeah it's too many yes too much Mm. too much yeah no no i i'm in agreement with that i'm in agreement with that i and then there's sometimes there's a part of me that like when we had cable because we cut cable and went over to like a Hulu live situation. So when we had cable, I was kind of like pissed because I felt like 
there were like hundreds of channels I care nothing about. Mm-hmm. But then there were like five or six that I really cared about. But now like you can only get those through cable. Like there were some of those I wished I could get a la carte. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I could have Oprah Winfrey's network network yeah. a la carte. I would pay for it to be included in my Hulu or something, you know. But now you don't want to feel like you paying eight ninety nine. <laughs> if you pay eight ninety nine for every mm-hmm. channel you love, mm-hmm. then you're like, well, damn, that's all my money. Yep. You know, if you start parceling all of it out, mm-hmm. and then you put the office over here, it is. It's and then crazy. you like remove the office from that one, and then you put the office over there. So depending on if I have this or that, I don't know where to go. <sighs> that's a frustrating one. Mm-hmm. Makes I think, me mad. I think my other thing is lack of communication. Mm. I think that's a top place of anger and frustration because I just feel like so much can be solved just from communication. Right. But there's like a lot of things that are about to get really frustrating if like I don't know about it. Mm -hmm. If like I don't know that you were expecting me to be at that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like I'm gonna give you an example, but I'm gonna try not to name no names. Okay, like, I'll, this is a prime example. When I do events, since events is a part of my job, right? Mm-hmm. I just like for people, if they're doing events, just tell me the expectations. That's why you have contracts, right? So, like, here are the expectations. This is what I expect. You put here things you expect. You know, we mm-hmm. do that. Well, I've had some events where, like, I'm going to make up an example that's not real so that no event person listening to this can be like, <laughs> she talking about me. Good. But I probably am talking about you. Anyway, um, <laughs> but let's say if like, <laughs> let's say if it was a tradition for an event to have a helicopter ride mm-hmm. as a part of their event, then they might be like, we've invited you here to speak at this event. And also we have a helicopter ride. But really what they mean is we've invited you here to this event. We expect you to do Mm -hmm. this helicopter ride because Mm -hmm. it's like good PR for us. Mm -hmm. If you do the ride, if you're in the pictures that we take of the ride, like that's good PR for us. But instead of saying to you or putting in the contract, we want to pay you this much to come here and speak. And as a part of your commitment to come speak, you will also be expected to ride this helicopter and be present for pictures on the helicopter so that we can post them wherever. Mm -hmm. The contract doesn't say that. The contract says you come to speak. So then you get there and you speak. And then the people are like, oh, hey, um, at six, there's going to be this really cool helicopter ride. And I'm like, oh, that sounds so awesome. Puts purse on shoulder. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great time. Helicopters are super cool. Wheels, luggage back to the hotel, right? Mm-hmm. You might get a second, more passive aggressive. You should just come. Mm. You should just come with us. It'll be so much fun. You might get an additional passive aggressive. So-and-so and so-and-so who also spoke today are also just like really quick going to ride the helicopter with us, mm-hmm. you know? But again, no one's saying we expect you. Right. <laughs> We're expecting you. Right. To get, like, we need you. It's part of your job. Do you job. think that's part of being a woman? You know what? You're bringing And not being woman. allowed to clearly enunciate, this is what, this is the vision, and this is how we're going to do it. You know what? You're bringing up a good point right there. I want to say it's like a three-layer turrible. 
Mm-hmm. I think it's being a woman. I think sometimes it's being with other Southern women. Mm. And I think it's also being in some Christian spaces. Mm-hmm. Faith based. Yeah. yeah. Where like the no to what other people have said is a good thing is like, mm, we don't know why you wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Why would you mm-hmm. say no to that? And then the Southern woman is, I really hate this, but don't you love having this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that part, in addition to the woman, the woman parts of just not being able to go, oh no, that doesn't work for me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. And like keeping it moving. Mm-hmm. But I have had to keep it moving many times and, mm-hmm. and had to be like, just communicate that. Now, yeah. your communication doesn't mean the thing you want is going to happen. Right. I'm just saying, communicate it with me. Right. Then you could get the no early. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't have to get the no about the helicopter right there. Right. You would have got that no six months ago mm-hmm. when you would have said, when you would have sent me the contract that said, you can come here speak and get in this helicopter. I would be like, Amina will not be on that helicopter. Mm-hmm. Would you still prefer for Amina to come and speak? Right. Right? Yeah. That is, ah, it burns me up. Mm-hmm. There are so many times that we leave an event that Matt is having to hear it for two hours <laughs> over some helicopter rides. You know what's funny to me is when um, somebody walks up to me and they're like, are you mad at me? And I'm like, let me tell you what. If I was mad at you, this conversation wouldn't have started like that. <laughs> yeah. It would have started with me walking up to you and saying, I am mad because here's what I understand is happening. Mm-hmm. And and then me expecting that you're going to tell me this is a misunderstanding. That's not what I meant. Mm-hmm. That's not actually what I said. That's not what I did. Or when I did that, I thought it was, the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is, this is coming from me being like, I don't like what I'm feeling between us. Yeah. And something must be yeah. wrong here. Yeah. So let's just talk about it. Same. Exact same. Exact same. And I don't even have the, I don't have the plus of having had like the type of personality that you have mm-hmm. where you're like, these, these things I got to say. I'm an ass kicker. You know, I'm like that about myself. I'm very, <laughs> we're trying to dial it in. <laughs> I actually Maybe. said these words to somebody recently. I don't have the way to say this that makes you feel good about yourself. <laughs> the intro. I don't know how to do that. Mm. So I'm just going to say it. Mm. As nicely as I can. Mm. The intro, though, is so accurate. Mm-hmm. It's very accurate. I'm so sorry. I don't know how. <laughs> I'm, I'm giving up on my the ability opposite to learn end that. Where I, I, I don't know who loves confrontation anyway, mm-hmm. but I hate confrontation mm-hmm. and I hate those moments. But it's the desire to communicate clearly mm-hmm. that will make me force Which myself to get there. Which is why I call you when I say. I want to tell this person they suck. (laughs) And you say, well, what if we ask them? Why do you do that? Mm -hmm. And I say, I don't want to know why they do it. I just want to tell them they suck Mm -hmm. for doing it. Mm -hmm. Very handy tool having Mm -hmm. Amina. (laughs) I need like a microphone in in my ear, like a, a... Oh, yes. What is it called? Like a little ear, like an earpiece yeah. almost. We're like, I'm talking to somebody and Amina's like, now softly say, <laughs> how did you feel when that happened? 
ask them these things. Start, start, start the sentence with I feel. But see, you also <laughs> help me because I have an opportunity in moments that I get real like stuck in my head or whatever. You are the type of person that I can also call and be like, this done happen and I'm mad at hell. But I wonder if I can really say that I'm mad at hell about And mm-hmm. I'll like call you and you'll be like, okay, well, boop, boop. you'll just like slice through yep, it right there. It. Like, this is okay, why that well, didn't make no you sense. Need to call they should have Tell them that. Mm-hmm. You need to say tell this. Tell them right now. Mm-hmm. And then you'll be like, okay, goodbye. <laughs> Go call them right now. Goodbye. <laughs> So it's good. That's why we like, that's why we compliment each other. That's why we're yes. here for the donuts. Yes, it's true. Okay, so Missy and I decided that we would begin a pissed off playlist mm-hmm. so that we can discuss further the songs that we either like to listen to when we're mad or the songs that we feel express anger very well. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is do a little playlist exploration right now and we're just gonna play a little bit of these and who knows maybe we'll actually put this together and put out a link for y'all in the show notes i I feel like that needs to happen and we've asked other people what they want so i feel like we can like make a thing Mm -hmm. put some so if you have other suggestions like Please let us know on social media or text if you have a way to text us. If you don't, you won't find out a way to text us. But if you don't have a way to text us, you can reach out to our Here for the Donuts on Instagram. Um, we need to actually go back and like do more on Twitter. I'm, I am love Instagram so much more. So I looked at our Twitter today and I was like, oh, mm. we haven't been here in a while. <laughs> I can't do Twitter. That'll be all you. Okay. I got Facebook. You got Twitter. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because I'm I'm barely on Facebook, too. Uh-huh. So we'll work that out. But your best bet is to go to Instagram because we're both um, active there, as is our Here for the Donuts Instagram account. Okay. So let us go into our pissed off playlist. And let us start with a few seconds of this. Um, we want to give a special shout out to Move Bitch featuring <laughs> Ludacris Mystical. <laughs> I think there's another, there's one more person. Ludacris Mystical and I-20. I don't even know who I-20 is. No. Out of this. Um, but we want to thank Ludacris for this because I I told Missy that I have been on some dance floors where a DJ dropped this song and the equivalent of being able to rap the words to this song in a crowd of people. It's, it's exhilarating Mm -hmm. just to be like, everyone's mad, but not at anyone Mm -hmm. that's here. Mm -hmm. You're just like getting your mad out. Mm -hmm. It's the best. (laughs) It really is. Celebrate that. Okay, the next one is one that was on your list, Missy. Let's let's give a listen. (laughs) 
let's discuss this. First of all, I want to thank them for yelling crime mob ho, like right at the beginning of this. That That's a part of what... That's how we should start our next episode. Here for the donuts, ho! Yes! Here for the donuts, ho! <laughs> We're going to work on that. We'll see if our producer will make mm-hmm. us an extra button right. for Here for the Donuts, ho! Because I think we really need that. Can you discuss... Can you discuss the merits of Nuck If You Buck and why Nuck If You Buck is important to this conversation? Well, I actually use this phrase a lot in my house. <laughs> Nuck If You Buck. I say it, and I mean, really, it is a handy phrase. Mm-hmm. I use it to um, point out to my children where they stand in the hierarchy of our home. Mm. You want to come at me with some sass? Mm. Wow. Wow. You got some some buck to come behind that nuck? Wow. Do you, though? Because you can't buck if you're not prepared to nuck. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. can't. You got to mm-hmm. do both of those. Yeah. I don't care. So my children know. Mm-hmm. Mama says, nuck if you buck. They know. I better mm-hmm. back down. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I have the buck for this nuck. Mm, it's not your time. Mm-mm. Not it's yet. It's not your time. No. Mm-mm. Then also, um, I say it to... So right now I have this new flock of chickens and they're big old chickens Mm -hmm. and my own chickens are young teenager chickens. Mm -hmm. And so there's like this pecking order that's being established. Interesting. And so they kind of bucket each other. Like they, their chest comes out, their feathers get riled up. And it's like, so like one of the big chickens will come at, one of my little chickens and Mm -hmm. then what they want to do is like they get them on the neck and pull their feathers it looks very painful like like sometimes i scream because it's like so violently alarming Mm. but it's this thing that has to happen in the chicken yard like they need to establish this in order to live peacefully Mm -hmm. and so i encourage my my chickens my little chickens with a come on nug if you buck come on (laughs) come on one of them won the other day she did she, she did knock. She bucked back at that chicken and she knocked and that chicken just turned and ran. Mm, well, and that chicken was like three times her size. Well, I was very proud. Well, mm, I'm here for everything about this. Okay, let us continue. Let's see what else we have next. You, I ain't never been no chance. Someone listen, else's list. That's listen. not a thing for me to do. Let me tell y'all something. I ain't never been. A- I ain't never been no silly hoe. Is one of my favorite mm-hmm. first lines. Yes. Favorite. Favorite. Yeah. <sighs> Discuss the merits of TLC's <laughs> silly hoe. They are like right up there with I give zero shits. Yes, accurate. I'm actually reading that book right now, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F. Okay. Okay. Um I never thought twice about it because I didn't take it seriously because it had the F word on the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um and but I listened to a interview on a podcast with the author and I thought, you know what? I think this guy gets me. And I think I could benefit from reading this book. Mhm. Because the premise of the book is not, don't be like, la-di-da, I don't care about anything, nothing ever makes me mad. He's like, you need to pick what you're really going to be mad about. And TLC is 
very consistent yes, in their that's narrative accurate. Accurate. about what they are mad about. Accurate. Very. Very silly accurate. Hose. Wow. I never been no silly ho. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, as a writer, mm-hmm. just the intro line really Yeah. Really is everything I needed. Okay, let's 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 see about this. that in the shower we've got a latest morissette forgiven mm-hmm. from jagged a fantastic album mm-hmm. jagged little pill that's really the whole album yeah it's i think she it's like i know how some people can make like a breakup album or like a heartbreak album but i, I do feel she was so great at just making like a meta hail mm-hmm. album mm-hmm. i feel like that's jagged little pill is just yeah, all her angry feelings yeah put into this record right mm-hmm. here. Mhm. Mhm. A jam, a jam. Elena's we're here for everything. Here for everything. Okay. Um let us discuss this. <laughs> Shout out to Estee's child when four people were in it. Let's let's discuss. There's a lot to discuss. Even mm-hmm. this little chunk we've listened to yeah. just now. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Destiny's Child for their song "Bugaboo" from the album "The Writings on the Wall," <laughs> with Beyonce and these cornrows. This is when Latoya and Lativia and short hair Kelly Rowland. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to talk about the time capsule of the 90s that is this song right here. Just as soon as the hook comes in, I'm like, there's a pager, MCI, man, AOL. I mean, it's a jam. Yeah, it's a jam. And I just I like to listen to it to be like, these things were so relevant. You yeah. could not have told us we would mm-hmm. listen to that song later and now have to explain to someone mm-hmm. not even born when this came out, what MCI was. (laughs) I mean, wow. Also, just the amount of things that got included in this hook as to what happens when someone is around who bothers you to no end. I'm like, this is a person where you're like, you make me want to throw my pager out the window. Tell MCI to cut the phone cord, break my lease so I can move. Mm-hmm. That's how frustrating mm-hmm. this person is. I want to send a shout out to the verses having a recurring refrain of it's not hot <laughs> and then filling the blank in when you do these things. Yeah. <laughs> I always need that in my anger playlist. It's not hot. Well, you know, it's not hot when it's you do those hot. things. Mm-hmm. And the end when she's like, and so what? it's not hot and so what all right let us go on here we have grown up beyonce Mm -hmm. (laughs) who did not come to play games with anyone 
on this song right here. Let's, we're just going to get into the first line. And she's saying a word. And we're going to let her say it. Even though we're not going to say it. We're going to let her say it. Because she's Beyonce. <clears throat> this is how mad she is right here. She's like, I'm going to take this long to tell you what I feel. Let's let's just let's stop a moment. Um, in in this portion of having seen Lemonade, when it got to this song, I was like, "Ooh, Jay, mm-hmm. yeah. ooh, you in trouble." <laughs> just, I appreciate about your pissed off playlist that the songs do not have a lot of word intro right there. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Get straight in, you know? Mm-hmm. Just just starts off basically like, I don't know who you think you're talking to, mm-hmm. but whoever that is <laughs> ain't me. <laughs> it ain't me, just to be clear. I also want to send a shout out to Beyonce saying, when you hurt me, Mm-hmm. You hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt yourself. Yeah. When you play me, you play yourself. <laughs> when you lie to me, mm. you lie to yourself. You only lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay, let's okay. And we close with the best. Okay, let's. I, I, I need to. We need to discuss. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, let's talk about it. I never knew how much I needed a song that opened with <laughs> that opened with you can be if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And the my other favorite line from this song is. If I see you and I don't speak. Yeah, that's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite. I don't, I don't with you. Like, I don't, I don't. I relate to that. I relate to that line the most out of all of it. Yes. Because if I feel like this is worth my time, I will speak on this. Mm-hmm. My husband knows things are real bad if I'm completely silent. <sighs> I'm not even talking about it. It's, it's, we got a big problem here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I have, like, moved on. Like, I, I am beyond. Mm-hmm. Like, at the point that you're silent, you're like, I am beyond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, we were talking earlier about models of how to express anger. And I have to say, <laughs> Cardi B is one of my current favorites. Yeah. Because I just feel like her music has this way of just permitting you. Like, you could actually be that mad with someone mm-hmm. that you're like, I'm not even going to go through the niceties and the mm-hmm. pleasantries. Mm-hmm. I just need to keep it really real about where things are mm-hmm. with us. 
And just that line of just like, if I see you and I don't, it was like an equation that I just was like, yes, Mm -hmm. which would normally not be the case. It'd be like, I see you. I have spoken to you. I did a Southern. How Mm -hmm. are you? Yeah. No, we're not good. Like I scratch that scratch, Mm -hmm. scratch, scratch. No check emojis. (laughs) (laughs) Nor a plus sign. Nothing. Not even an X. No. Not because even, I not even checking the box. I don't want to be where you're at. Mm-mm. No. Thank you, Cardi. That was Bodak Yellow from Cardi B's Invasion of Privacy. Mm-hmm. We are so glad for you, Cardi B, because I just mm. even though the younger generation, we've gotten some shade for that. Yeah, I'm gonna tell y'all something. Last time I was at Missy's house, like with the family, one of my nieces was like, "Wow, you like Cardi B." Like that tone from mm-hmm. a teenager, it just does a thing. Mm-hmm. It does a thing with me where I'm like, I feel like you just try to judge me mm-hmm. on something you think I'm doing that's not mm-hmm. cool. But I invented the cool you think you have. Right. Yeah. I'm, I made that. Mm-hmm. I invented that. Everything that is cool is who I am and what I'm doing. You will that not judge same me. child looked at me when we got to church the other week and said, why are you dressed so weird? And that's the look I gave her. And she goes, I didn't mean to say it like that. Oh, because <laughs> my follow up question about to be like, why you don't have a job? Yeah. Well, that's one of those. I'm sorry. Knuck if you buck. Wow. Because I think Cause then you it just tried to knuck just now. Yeah. And I don't even know if you got the power to mm-hmm. buck also. Yeah, you don't got the buck for no, that. No, I don't think so. So I just kind of looked at her and was like, uh, come again? Mm. I'm glad. This is the grace of being a mother, though. Mm-hmm. Because I recall quite a few times that Jean would be like, Jean's version of that was, what you say? Mm-hmm. And if she hit that like higher octave mm-hmm. on the say, right, then my brain would compute like this is her mm-hmm. giving me like an additional twenty seconds yeah. to be alive, yeah, and to like recall the words that I've said and be like, I pff, nothing you probably in there, you know, yeah. or be like, well, no, I it probably sounded like I said I didn't want to do yeah. that thing you saying. <laughs> what I meant was I didn't want to do it without being even more cheerful, which is how I feel right now. Right. I feel super (laughs) cheerful. And that's what I was, I'm going to be in my room if y'all need something. You know, she would give that little grace to you. Be like, I know you didn't just say that to me, Uh but before I do something, I'm going to regret it. I'm going to try to give you a chance (laughs) to recall yourself. And I think it's good that your child responded in Mm -hmm. this way. Yeah, Your child assessed the situation and was like, Mm -hmm. I did knock. That's not what I meant to do. I cannot buck. I mean, let me. I'm just saying Mm. your sunglasses are giant hearts. (laughs) Now, you didn't explain that that's what this outfit was, though. your shirt. Hmm came from five below but let me explain okay explain i mean i, I was know. wearing is, is an explanation needed for wearing a shirt from five below i mean no especially not this shirt mm-hmm. when i saw this shirt i was like that is something i should own it was a tiger head done in sequins on a crop top <laughs> when you are walking around as a pissed off female 
that's the shirt that you that want. That is the shirt you You don't need. think about it for it five seconds. And it costs $5. I mean, so. Like, where's the harm in this? I don't even see where the harm is. I, I haven't figured out the harm. I wore a black sundress. Mm-hmm. I wasn't showing my middle. Mm-hmm. That's how you wear a crop top when you are 38. Well. Over a sundress. Well. I thought it was great. It was water slide Sunday. I was dressed appropriately mm-hmm. for the task. Mm-hmm. And my sunglasses. I buy cheap sunglasses because I break them and or lose them. Same. I'm the so exact same. I will buy $5 sunglasses that are giant hearts because life is short. That's and right. you should never take yourself too seriously. Well, donut, take yourself don't so seriously. Don't take yourself too seriously. Mm. Speaking of donuts, I think it's time. Oh, Someone man. needs a donut. Who do you have in your life's experience recently that has shown their need for a donut. Any person that speaks to me in the attempt to sell me a product or service without me explicitly asking them beforehand for this offer is going to need a donut by the time I'm done with them. (laughs) I have been having the best time Oh, boy. I got a phone call the other day, and this lady is trying to sell me senior benefits. Oh. And so I immediately take on my, you got some benefits? Ma'am. I get some benefits? Ma'am. And she's like, yes, ma'am. This lady, she might need a cupcake award. Ma'am. Yes, ma'am. What are the benefits? Ma'am. I like benefits and rewards. No, no, not uh yeah. not rewards. Yeah. And she says, um, well, right now we have a special for um it was like a funeral package type oh, thing. Because it's for old these somehow I've gotten on a list of old people oh. where I'm constantly saying to these people, How old do you think I am? And they're like, I don't know, ma'am. And I'm like, Well, I'm 38. Is that a senior? And then they hang up on me at that point. Oh. But this lady kept with it. I didn't tell her I was 38, though. Okay. I said, funeral? Am I dying? Oh, gosh. Did my doctor call you? Mm -mm. Am I dying? Mm -mm. Why didn't my doctor call me? I gotta have a funeral? Like, I was like, mm. I was losing all the... All of it. All of it. And she was not hanging up on me. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I was, like, going wild on this lady. Wait. I was parked in Walmart parking lot, so no one was asking questions. Oh. Screaming at her. I'm dying. Nobody told me. I gotta call my kids. No, ma'am. No, ma'am. You are not dying. You don't know. You said I gotta plan my funeral. Yeah. Does this character have a name? This character oh, that you play? We should name her. Okay. We should name her. Okay. I don't know. Barbara. Okay. Barbara's good. I, f- I definitely feel there should be like a Southern... You know how there's Barbara a few Ray. of those? I was going to get in like a Essie Bell. I was going to get in that yeah. mode. I feel like yeah, it's like a Southern two or three generations. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it was like that. Wow. Um. Then, yesterday... I am again in Walmart. I hate Walmart. I don't go to Walmart that often. Like I really like have been forced into a situation if I've willingly walked into a Walmart to gather items I could get on Amazon Prime. Yeah. So, um, and it's usually with my children 
So it's oh. typically like a, we need this like an hour yeah. ago kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm there at Walmart with my daughter and um, we were like working on an organizational project for her bedroom. So we're looking at all the stuff uh, for like organizing tiny things in like the craft section. And I'm getting like a million text messages because I'm in charge of everything. Right. And Mm -hmm. everybody is always like, what do you think we should do about this? And is it okay if we do that? And then also I work for approximately 30 pregnant women. Wow. So your text messages are just, this just came out of my body. My leg hurts here. Can I eat this? What about that? I was thinking about getting this birth pool, you know, like all the time. It is like my text messages are blowing up. So I can't remember what I was working on at the time, but it was important. But I was also trying to have quality time with my child. Mm -hmm. So I'm like trying to answer this question like really fast. And I just hear this person over here talking to me. I don't know what he's saying, but he sounds annoying. He's a bugaboo. You bugging what? You bugging who? You bugging me? (sighs) And I didn't even look up. I just said, I don't have time to talk to you right now. Like, if you can't look at me right. and decipher that, yes. and I'm standing in the aisle, I'm not, like, out there where you were, I didn't walk up to you and say, what are you selling? Can you tell me about that, please? Then please don't tell me. Right. Lord, help. So he continues talking to me, and I can now I can hear he's saying to me, but who is your internet provider? No! no. And I turn around, and I look him down, No. and then I look him up. And I said, I said, I don't have time to talk to you. Mm. And then because I'm a woman, well, I smiled. Ah! And then I turned back around. Oh, I'm not going to lie that I was like hearing Essie Bell's voice in the back. And I was hoping you're about to get into a, the Lord is my <laughs> internet provider. <laughs> That's what I was. I thought about some things like that, mm-hmm. that I could have could have taken it to like, internet is a tool of the devil. <laughs> but I was Beelzebub. so busy that the only words I could come up with is, I don't have time to talk Mm-mm, to you. I done told you no. And the really bad thing was, on his shirt said Xfinity, which is who is at my house today establishing <laughs> my internet. So I went home. Lord help. And I told my husband, you got to call Infinity back and tell him not to come. Tell them, do not come here. And he was like, why? And I said, because I was in Walmart and this young man with Xfinity on his shirt would not leave me alone, asking me who my internet provider was. And I am there buying toilet paper and laundry baskets and organizational things. Well. If I wanted to talk about internet, I would have gone to the internet store. Well. Because that's where you go if you want internet stuff. You don't want it in the middle of Walmart. No. You don't go to Walmart for anything hmm. quality or dependent on your actual important life, which is what internet is. Well. My actual important life depends on internet. (sighs) Please. I like where this is going over here. Oh, yes. Because I've been talking to some people and they don't know about this chick. Not enough people know about this chick. Well, today's... Yes, cupcake award. This is appropriate. Cupcake award. Cupcake Today's award. cupcake award. Cupcake award. Cupcake award is going cupcake to Lizzo. L i z z o. Just say into your phone right now. Hey Siri, play, play Lizzo. Lizzo. I am late. To- My phone's See, like yes, phone. I will. Her phone, I'm ready. Her phone was out I'm there about to get started. I am late to the Lizzo party. 
I found out before her second album came out, I heard coconut oil on something, maybe on TV or something. Mm -hmm. So I have um, I have a playlist that is private to me called Woman Shit. Mm -hmm. And I just like, you know, I just put some like empowerment songs in case I just need that in my life, you know. And so I'd added coconut oil to that list. And then like I was hearing all the stuff about the album and y'all. It's everything. So let us just, in our Cupcake Award, Lizzo, we give you a Cupcake Award today because you're amazing and because you write lyrics like this right here. <laughs> I've been waiting for this one. Turn it up! Slow songs, they for skinny hoes. Can't move all of this here to one of those. I'm a thick, I need tempo. Get up to the tempo. Pity pat, pity pat, pity, pity pat. Look at my... Lizzo, just thank you mm-hmm. just for existing, mm-hmm. for putting all this beautiful body on your album cover. I'm mm-hmm. just I'm here for everything. So when I listen to Lizzo, Lizzo deserves a cupcake award yeah. for just um, standing in her truth. Yeah. For also being a woman who can model the fact that like she can be mad and she can have joy and she can celebrate the body that she's in. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't need your BMI percentages mm-hmm. to tell her anything. Right. Mm-hmm. Slow songs are for skinny hoes. And we need tempo. Mm-hmm. What do we want to say to our listeners? We want to tell them, don't be afraid to be mad. Mm-hmm. What else do you want to tell them? I would tell them don't move too quickly past discomfort. Mm. And sometimes you just got to sit with it. Mm. Like there's not a solution to this. Mm. This thing that makes me mad, this injustice that's happening. Not that you shouldn't do anything about it. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes you just have to like sit with it for a while. Yeah. It's not an instantaneous fix or something you can do about it you know it's just like well that really sucks yeah oh i love that and also our conversation made me think you know like in line with what you're saying don't be afraid to channel your anger well Mm -hmm. and in austin channing brown's book she talks about creative anger Mm. and how our anger can actually push us to be creative can inspire Mm -hmm. us to like do the work that we need to do so let your anger inspire you use your anger Mm -hmm. and tell us what songs you want to include on the anger playlist we'll see y'all next time bye here for the donuts is produced by dj oak diggy and recorded at orange fuzz studios in atlanta georgia shouty